Right, so we're starting actually the text of Yehoshua. Is perhaps, I'm going to suggest that we just read it through the first few psukim, and then we'll go back and look at them, look at them again in, more, in some more detail. It's an interesting thing, isn't it, about the general comment which has been said about the difference between Torah and Kedoshah and Goetia studies. I mean, if, if, for example, if you are somebody who's an expert in something, you're a qualified doctor, so you don't pick up a, a, a sort of a small sort of book which talks about medical problems, because it's obvious, you know all of that, yeah? And if you're somebody who is, uh, you know, the real consultant on a particular area, even the, gen- the sort of thing the students are using is too, too generalised for you, is that so? It's too everything, is it? Or you, if you're a professor of mathematics, you're not going to start reading an O-level book of mathematics, are you? Whereas the Torah Kedosha, you find that the same, the same text, the Chumash and, and the Nach and, and the Gemaras, is read by a child and an adult and the Vilna and we're all using the same text. So let's read it through the Pashtas, the way all of us could read it, and then we'll see if we can think of a, a few additional things to say. And it was after the death of Moshe. That sounds simple. Eved Hashem, who was the Eved Hashem. And Hashem spoke to Yeshua bin Nun. Moshe's Moshe, who was the, the attendant of Moshe. Leymar said, Moshe Avdi Moshe, my slave, is dead. But Atta now, Kum. Get out, Ava is a yard in cross over this yard, ask for you, Horomazer, you and all the people, and Horomets Ashonochi, no say, to the land which I have, will give Lohem to them, live in Ogiswar. Kobokmashatidravak, Kavaklikan. This is a few times it said this, isn't it? Yeah. Let's see. Whatever you, every place where you, your the, the where your the sole of your foot treads on it, to you I have given. As I spoke to Moshe, from the desert, and the this that I know our God will choose a great river and a hard pass, curl Eretz Achitim, all the land of the Chitim, by Yom HaGodl, and to the great sea, Bevei HaShemesh, which is where the sun goes down, Iyagavulch, and these will be, be your borders. Yeah, perhaps a little bit more, uh, one more positive. No man will stand in front of you, all the days of your life, Kasha Yisi Moshe, as I was with Moshe, I'll be with you, I won't weaken you, and I won't, I won't uh, um, forsake you. Right, I mean, that all sounds very simple. Let's go a bit slowly, see what, what we can think of to say. So let's go to the very first word, Vayahi. Vayahi, that's the only problem with Vayahi. Yeah, but there is a problem there. First of all, what, what is the... the what, you didn't need the word by he. It could simply start off, Achrei Moshe, Achrei Moshe, Eved Hashem, Vayem Hashem, Yeshua. 
What is, it, what is the function of the word vayahi? Well, actually, the word. There's two issues here. One is why have you got the word the klal, and secondly, why does it have to start off with a vov? It could say for hoyo or hoyo achrei meis moshe. It didn't have. Why did you have to make it past tense and then make it future tense? Yes. Oh, sorry, future tense and then make it past tense with a vov a hipoch in the beginning. Uh, once. Now, the, the Redak adopts a relatively uh, simple approach. He says, you know, Vov's a stuck out in all over the place. It means absolutely nothing. So, for example, he quotes, Bnei Tzivain v'ayo v'ano. So you're talking about Bnei Tzivain. So Bnei Tzivain, it should say, Ayo v'ano. But it doesn't. It says, Bnei Tzivain v'ayo v'ano. The sons of Tzivain is and. I mean, what's the and doing there? The and in last case, you stick him all over the place. Sometimes you take him off for no good reason. Bob proves nothing. As for the word vayi, yeah, we often get your word vayi stuck all over the place. Vayi bimechashveiroish, vayachrim, yeah, and vayachrei yosh meshashuakin, vayish echad minu l'mosim v'osayim sofim. You know, you get vayis all over the place. This is just the style of Loshna Kadesh, Kesh Fagan, instead of starting off by saying, Akhve Mosh Mosh Vayem Hashem. Let's start off with, you, you stick it in a, a vayi. That is the shot of, that is the shot of, um, of the Vedak. But if you look straight away at the first Rasha, you see, he says slightly different. Vayachvei Mosh Moshe, Mechuba al Seda HaTorah. It's trying to link this. So it's trying to say Yeshua is to be conti- is a continuation of what we were speaking about in relation to Moshe. Yes. And indeed we will find a few of these first psukim are repetitions of the words which were told to Moshe Rabbein. And, I could, and he's saying, the same as I was for Moshe, the same as I will be for you. And it was now after the, du- the death of Moshe that we're speaking, we're trying to, to link the two together. Okay. But what about the word Vayahi? Well, we could have evolved uh, without having Yahi. Actually, often Chazal say the word Yahi, Vayahi is a lot of Tsar. And for example, some of the illustrations he gives is illustration of Tsar. Vayahi bimeachashverish, that wasn't a good time. <laughs> we didn't start off as a good time. Or for example, um, um, another, another one. Vahi, um, it's another one again. Um, Sorry? Yeah, it's a bad time. So, you, you, so here as well, Vahi, ah, ah, actually, most Moshe's dead. This is a disaster. Sorry? Vahi, I can't see anything on there. Where? You can't see a thing. You've got a point. Maybe that's why the duck doesn't like it. Maybe every rule has exceptions. I don't know. I'll have to think oh. about it. <laughs> I mean, it's not this kid. This idea that he is lost and tsar is not my kiddush. So, uh, so I, I accept that you've got. You can. We we will look through. We will find. That's what the duck actually himself says. That sometimes you find that he doesn't seem to be saying anything bad. But sometimes maybe it's indicative. See, there you need to say, Vayhi, don't you? Vayhi bin Sayorin, as it was when you moved the Oren. No? Say what? 
Sorry? Well, you are from this other yeah. It's also, yeah, I mean, but I think, I, I, I hear you're one now. Well, you've been so horrible. Clearly, that's a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. And at the master, this is what one suggestion. Anyway, let's, but it, I'm sorry? Spreading all of the thinking what I'll, I'll try to think of it if I could. So, but now what is the word by he achalei most Moshe? Now Rashi says in Chumash the word distinguishes between the word acha and achalei. Acha Rashi says is, is immediately afterwards. Achalei is when there's a gap. Now here the gap would have been because, it's, because this would have, when exactly did this Nevoah come to, to Yoshua? Because he's, he's now apart from the Ramban who says to the contrary everyone seems to assume he was never a Novi in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu he wasn't a Novi then now he's becoming a Novi and we'll see we can on this positive we'll see the point in which case when did he become when did this Nevoah come to him when was it so the one shot is he's getting this 30 days after the death of Moshe remember from Chumash we're told Moshe Rabbeinu died and it was a 30 day period before um, there was a 30-day period of Bechi of Moshe Rabbeinu, yeah? That people d- were crying or whatever, mourning Moshe Rabbeinu. And certainly, therefore, his Talmud Yeshua would certainly be mourning him. So his 30 days, he was Ba'atzvus. And when you're Ba'atzvus, you don't normally get the Ainavur. So, therefore, we're told here by Acharei, after, therefore, the Mos Moshe, it had to be a gap afterwards. Then you'd have to really had to finish the the Avel of Moshe. And this has to be Chapsanafkamina, because we're going to be told after that he's going to, he's going to tell the Yidin to cross into Eretisrael, and the dates become important. Now Moshe Rabbeinu died on Zion Odor, and we're going to discover that, the, that, they, that they ate the, 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 the food of the land when they came into Eretisrael. And therefore that was already the day after Pesach. Yeah? Because otherwise to be in Yisachodosh. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into all the dates in, 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 in which case we're 30 days after Zion Adar when, when Moshe Rabbeinu died. Now what you don't know is whether Adar was Mole or Chosa. So he's had 29 days or 30 days and you don't know whether Nevoah came to him on the last day of the Shleshim who was a mix of Sayyam Kukulay. So there are some possibilities of, of moving uh, but certainly it's going to be something like the 7th of Nisan that this Nevoah came to him can you understand that immediately after Moshe Rabbeinu died there were 30 days where there was no connection between uh, they needed immediately attention they were left for themselves for whole months without any uh, uh, divine uh, leadership uh, that's true. Things at that moment they were more necessary than any time else. That's what, sorry? It was more necessary. Than more necessary? Than I thought you mentioned the mod. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the mod is an issue about the mod as well. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Just now. <laughs> well, Yahushua had already been appointed. Remember, you know this from the comment. Yeah. Yahushua had already been appointed by oh. the Abisha, and therefore they knew they were their new leader was going to be. But it's perfectly true. He had no. He had never had a nevuah, and only had this nevuah thirty days later. I mean, we cope without nevuah, don't we? No, but they, uh, you know, they, they did not have anyone who was a novi until thirty days later. So, Moshe, and we're told now 
Ever Hashem. Now, if you can realize anyway, the whole thing is superfluous. I mean, we, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu died, whatever. I mean, I, I, I mean that's, that's the end of, of, of Chumash. We don't need to be told about this and his Moshe. Moshe, what, what do we need? Why did we need the Chlal, this whole Hakdoma? What's the purpose of all, of all this? To so answer his question, there was no vacuum. Well, there was a vacuum for 30 well, days. No, this tells us, don't worry, there is no vacuum. Wait, well, it was for 30 days. And, I mean, yes. I, I mean, he's worried about the 30 days he didn't get the wood. I don't know, I mean, you know, so... Uh, didn't didn't have to do well, they had, they had a leader. Yeshua sure was the leader. Yeshua sure was the leader. They were yeah. not leaderless. There was leaders. Let, let me get back to the. Let's just take this word, Vahiyah and then it calls him Eved, Eved Hashem. Why, why do we need to be told here that he's Eved Hashem? I mean, we, we know that from Kumish that he was Eved Hashem. I mean, what's the what's Avdi? Yeah, what, what's the what's the Kiddush? So the Redux says something quite interesting, and it's worth what perhaps we know. Notice. There's very few people who are called Evid. Very few people. Avorum, it's called Avorum Avdi. No, he's called an Evid of, of, of Avorum. He's yes. not called an Evid of Hashem. You never find any Evid called Evid Hashem. And we call Avorum. Yitzchok is also called Evid Hashem. Yaakov is called Yaakov Altior Avdi Yaakov. We also find David is called an, an Evid. And maybe and Kolev is once called Kolev Avdi. But very few people. You never, for example, find Yeshua called an Evid. He's not called Evid Hashem. You know, you're not, you've got to be the top to be called the Evid of Hashem. What is the nature of, of an Evid? An Evid is somebody who actually hasn't got free will. His free will is control. Now, well, let me explain this. If, if, for example, you, obviously you didn't have to come here today, you've got free will. Even if somebody, there's a, there's a the, the chap there who's, a, who's our secretary, you might say he has to turn up. He's got a contract to tell him he's got to turn up. It's not true because he can always terminate his contract. Yeah, that's one of the yisodos of our religion that that we are avodim to Hashem and not avodim to anybody else. Avodai aim, and therefore poyel chazer bechatziayot. If you employ somebody to work for that for a day, and he's supposed to be a day worker, or he's intended he's agreed to do, he's agreed to do a job, and he's half done the job, and he says, no. Nah, had enough. He said, but, 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 well, you can't leave it halfway. Man, I'm going to. He's entitled to. And a yid is not an evid to anybody else. He's entitled to be chosen. An evid who's sold by Bezid is a peculiar case which the Torah itself has made an exception, even though it's limited in time. But anyone else cannot be enslaved. You're entitled to be Of course, you may have to pay financial compensation for somebody you've left them in a right mess, having done half the job and not the rest of the job. That may, that was, that indeed is true. But the be aside, you're allowed to say, "I'm going." Yeah. And ever, therefore, is somebody, somebody who is controlled. He has been told, you, you, "You've got to go here. You've got to go there. You've got to do this. You've got to do that." And that is an ever. The ever of a kodesh therefore, is somebody who no longer has free will. In a sense, he does every moment in time what the Abishta has told him to do, or what the Watson of the Abishta is. That is the definition of an Ebishter. So you wanted to say something? Avod I Haim, we're supposed to be Avodim to Hashem, and not Avodim to Avodim. But here it's describing what we ought to be. 
we are meant to be a vodim of Hashem. Only a few people ever got there that they were actually Hashem said about them. Yeah, he is my evet. As the Abishnah says, Yo, Moshe was there. But actually, the Rambam is saying, only four people really got to the true state of Eved. So he deletes Kolev and even deletes David. The only four were the four of us and Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? What makes you say they were deleted? Well, he only counts four. <laughs> he tells us who the four are. He did say they are. Th- th- I tell you, the, the psukim, there are psukim, which yes, called David right. and Eved, and called Kolev and Eved. Before that, the Rambam is going to say that only four were, as you, well, you might call it, total. Total. You and he said, the, the Rambam said, when they were Rambam, and let me explain. And there's a Vedak is saying it here. There's a Vedak here. And Eved is somebody, therefore, whenever he's doing ev- anything, he is controlled by the Abishta. Yes. That means he will, at any moment, he'll do what does my, the, the Abishta want me to do. It, it's Mamash, Shivisi Hashem, the Negdi Somit. Now we've got that in Shulchan it says that Shavisi Hashem, Kenegdi Somid, that's the cloud. Yeah, <laughs> as a theoretical concept, we're all aware of it, yeah? Yeah? And it's stuck in front of you when you're the Shiliat Simba, a Shavisi, yeah? yeah. But, but apart from that, the whole time you're aware of the Abishta? Yeah, of course not, yeah? That, they were constantly aware of the Abishta whenever they were, as the Rambam says, when they bought sheep or they sold sheep or whatever, they were thinking all the time of what do we do, what can we do for the, for the Abishta, what is our duty at this moment in time. If this is what the Abishta would want me to do, I'll do it, and if not, not. That is this, the, 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 the level of, of an Ever. And that's what we're saying, Eved Hashem. And now, so we've lost the Eved Hashem, and we're now going to Yeshua, who's not an Eved Hashem. Now, it says that the, the Laubag wants to say that that is, we're trying to say here, things are never going to be the same. Is it cold this evening? Yeah? So, the Laubag wants to say that things are not going to be the same. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was involved in fighting, completely destroyed his enemies, like Sichai. And what happened to the enemy of Sichai? Com- completely, completely destroyed. Sichai, Oig, all these other things. When Moshe Rabbeinu was involved, there was no mucking around. It completely destroyed the enemy. It was complete annihilation of the enemy. Yeah, sure we will find every now and then Nisim. And indeed, there's going, uh, going to be the stones coming down on one occasion. There's going to be another occasion when the Huey stops the sun. There'll be the water of Yerichai. But for all that, it nipped the Zelbaka. Yeshua never succeeds in taking over the whole of Ertisol. Yeshua does a certain number of things. He, blows, he gets rid of the Goyim in certain places. If Moshe Rabbeinu had still been alive, Moshe Rabbeinu would have because he was an Eved Hashem, he would have been able to take over everything. Can I just propose this? It's a famous, it's a bit of a diversion, but it's worthwhile commenting. That Rambam, which talks about the four people who are Eved Hashem, he goes on to say that, therefore, somebody who's a total Eved Hashem is beyond all the nature of the world. That is, he's somebody who nothing can affect. Like we say, Moge Navor. He's shielded. Nothing can harm him. But somebody who is dovuk completely to the Abishta is somebody who is above all things in the world. No one can harm him or do anything to, to affect him. 
you may be aware of the, 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 the what's called the school of the prime Velojna. Have you heard of this before? The prime Velojna in Nefesh Akhaim says that similarly, even people like us, if we who can't be double condemnation the whole time, obviously we're, we're not. Yeah. If there's a certain moment in time when you're completely dovok to the Abishnah, nobody, can, no human being can affect you. And he calls that a, a segula, as it were, you're above, you're above things. No, this, this is a known story. I mean, there's a it's a well-known story that when the Briskolov was running away from the Germans, he said to his children who was with him, "The only way we're going to survive from the Germans is if we are, if we keep to this what the Pinevalojna said." That is, all the time, just keep on thinking, Hashem There's no power in the world apart from the Abishra. And we rely upon that Havtocha. There's a story, even though, as they say, with the, the, on one occasion, when one of the German um, uh, came onto the train to try to look at passports or whatever, and started walking towards um, the Briskov of Sun. Yoshi Bear. And he says to him, so the Biskorov said to him, You must see a You turned your mind away. And the German walked away, somebody was called or whatever. And he was, yeah. Later on, they said to the Biskorov, you know, the, uh, the, somebody talked about the school of Chaim Velozhina. He said, It's not the school this is a Yasrid of Torah. That somebody who is Dovok to the Abishta is protected at that moment, he's out, he's out of the world. Would it be as it, as it be as it may? This is the which we were saying to him. Moshe Rabbeinu was an Eved Hashem, and therefore he was controlled. The Gorn, there's a sefer from the Vilna Gorn called the Tamina Vilna Gorn called called not Ebu Debi Tachon. called Emuna. The name escapes me for the moment. Emuna something or other. Emuna Vashkoch, I think it is, where he says that the the that the the, Ram, the Moshe Rabbeinu is called the Baldematunisa. He's in Isaiah. He was in control of the Teva. He just fancied, you know, Koach. All right, we'll have a, we'll have, we'll have an earthquake here. <laughs> earthquake! <laughs> there wasn't an earthquake? Yeah, make an earthquake. <laughs> Most of it was in control of the whole of the Teva. He could sort of do things if he wanted to, yeah? which completely break the rules of the Teva. That was the, the, the power given to, to Moshe Rabbeinu because he was the, the uh, Eved Hashem. On the positive, on, on what we say, is the power that's given to somebody like Moshe Rabbeinu, and to a lesser extent, I suppose, someone like the Bishkov. Hashem, he is able to control the whole world and make decrees, and somehow things happen. Yeah, is to us. Hashem is Mashkiach upon us. And keeps it control. But as far as the Goyim is concerned, he just runs the world. Yeah. Getting back to our point. I'll come back to this, this, this point in a moment. Yeshua bin Nun, he's a strange man. He, he, he's somebody called Bin. Everybody else is called a Ben. And the grammarians are worried about this. Why? Is, why he's a Bin? And we always we have a line always linking up the the the, the Bin to the Nun. So the, the Redux suggests that the reason is because you've got two single syllables, Bin, Nun, and it would, if you kept on saying Ben Nun, Ben Nun, it wouldn't work very well. It's easier to pronounce Bin Nun. It's remarkable how often Lashon Akkad, Rashi often says on Chomish, we change 
the letters or um, just to fit in with making things easy to, to pronounce or when people or how people talk so bin nun is because it's easier to say bin nun than ben nun ben nun doesn't, doesn't work very well so there we are alright carry on Mesholis Moshe he was the Mesholis of Moshe what does it mean he was the Mesholis of Moshe because maybe he wasn't the only person who was great other people may have been greater than Moshe than Yehoshua as a Talmud of Moshe yeah? but nevertheless he was the Mesholis of Moshe in the same way Elisha was the Mesholis of Eliyahu the Mesholis is the person who's serving him who's actually being therefore with him at all times as we say the, the Shemushai is, is Yosem Elimudai that is if you're with the Tzaddik if you learn from the Tzaddik so you've learned as a, the, the theoretical Halachas but if you're with the, the Tzaddik you're actually seeing how he behaves First of all, there's some situations which will crop up which are not clearly told to you in Shulchan Aruch, and you see how he copes with those. But also, you see his whole hanhoga, his behaviour, and you take it in. And that's where the Meshoris Moshe was greater than someone who's merely a Talmud of Moshe. So that's why he was he was selected. Now the the Ralbach says that. That is, so long as Moshe was alive, Hashem didn't speak to Yeshua. Remember, this is my problem. Why is it we are told Moshe has died to start off? Would you have to be told Moshe died? We know not really from the Chumash. Says the Ralbach, it's connected one to the other. I've already suggested it's connected, meaning we've now got, we've lost the, we used to have the great Eved Hashem, Moshe, and we now we've merely got Yehoshua. That's, that's one shot. But now he, he, Rabag is putting it slightly differently. So long as Moshe Rabbeinu was alive, we had Moshe. We didn't bother with Yehoshua. Because one Novi was adequate. And you had a perfectly good adequate Novi in Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the greatest of all of these. Like Kambi Yisrael Kamesha. So therefore, Yeshua didn't become a Novi. Now Moshe Rabbeinu was dead. The great Eved Hashem was dead. Hobagdakafunan, another one. <laughs> As the prophet says, like Kesim Yisrael, yeah? Kesim Yisrael, my Yakubakel. There's a Kurdish prophet, the Psukim, which says that Novi Mikirbacha, Nachecha Kamani, Yoki Mikhashem, Lakecha. So Hashem would make, make some Novim. Since we've lost the great Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm a good another person. So by he achvei Moshe Moshe, ever Hashem, ah, chaval al ta'avdin v'leim ishtachim. We've lost, we've lost the great ever Hashem. No, v'askemetam dafkefuna and amdera. Yeah. So therefore, by Yom Hashem and Yeshua, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you. You'll, you'll, you'll become a novi. Some, somebody's got to be the novi, and you were Meshores Moshe, as opposed to the so therefore, uh, the, the less Pereira, you're the best of the bunch, as it were, in this, in this situation. That's roughly, <laughs> and roughly that's what, he, what he's saying. That's within a bit of a, what? Yeah? Yeah? So, so long as Moshe Rabbeinu was alive, no, the Abishah had no need to speak to Yeshua, and now he needs to speak to him. Let me just see if anything else I want to say. Right, let's do Parsec Base.
But Moshe Avdi Mace. Moshe, my Evid is dead. For Atta Kumar Voice Ayajin. Yep. And therefore, and, and now, Gerat means Zuizus. Gerat and cross over the Yardin, Hazer, this Yardin. The Yardin is in front of him, so he says, Hayardin Hazer. This Hazer we can understand, it's in front of They were on the east bank, yeah, of the Yardin. No, no, I don't think. Hayardin would be good enough. Huh? Huh? A Yardin would be good enough. We don't only want it. It's not this, the word two, I mean this one. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just like... Well, the word, the, uh, we're going to have to come on to it. The word there can sometimes be used when you're merely emphasizing, like you can say, you can say something like, Ishtachazer, this wife of yours. You know, when you say, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, this wife of yours, or this son of yours, particularly when you're annoyed with your son, as <laughs> you might say to your wife, this son of yours. So it could be Yaradin Hazer, that is, here it does not, may not mean very much, it's more of a, or it could mean, because in fact, I, I accept that there is a little issue here, and it gets, gets, the issue becomes harder as we carry on, so we'll see. What's the word, by the way, Yaradin? They suggest the word Yaradin comes from the word Yorad Don. If you take the Dalad twice, Yoradon, the Yardin comes down from the area of Don. It comes down from the Banyas, which is in the in the area of the, in the uh, areas of Don. There's three there's three um, heads of the of the um, sources of the river Yardin, and all three of them start in the in the uh, in the uh, in the area of Don. So, just to just to rush it, Moshe Avdi if if Moshe was still around, I would prefer him. That fits him with what we said from the Ralbag. And once again, there's no need for the Torah to say, having started off by Hiyafe most Moshe ever Hashem. Why does Hashem have to say Moshe anti Mace Atoku? Yeah? Yeah, he says to him, because, I mean, if you just think of the conversation here, it's weird. Kutzpochu speaks to, to Yahushua. Vayomer Hashem al Yahushua binun, Meshoyes Moshe Lema, Moshe Avdi Meis. Well, he knows that, doesn't he? I mean, what's he telling him? Moshe Avdi Meis. So he tried to say to him, you're, well, you've got to realize, don't get any great illusions of grandeur. You know, you ain't not really like Moshe. If Moshe had been around, I would keep having with him. I wouldn't even be talking to you. I wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah, but Moshe's dead. So what can I say? Can I You know, it's, it's a, uh, a substitute. It's not very what? It's not very complimentary. Sorry. It's not very complimentary. No, it's not complimentary. But uh, <laughs> obviously, necessarily. But surely. They're really saying that unless Moshe is dead, you can't cross the Jordan. 
but I've forbidden quite right. worship of going there. Quite right. But now that he's dead, you're quite right. Now quite right. I, I, well, yes, we'll come to it. Indeed, I'm going to say that. But that, this is the first chapter that Rashi brings. The first chapter Rashi brings is Zoldavisam. Don't get you don't go start thinking too much of yourself. Moshe, as we said before, there was the time of Hashur, so long as Moshe was alive, Hashur wasn't a Novi, and now he's made a Novi and he's told, um, yeah, you're making a Novi, that's only because Moshe is dead. And because of Rabbisenu, Rabbisenu Dolchus, finish off the there were 3,000 Dinim which were forgotten in this, in this 30 day period. Nobody was learning Torah. And then afterwards, as a result, they forgotten so much Torah. So Yeshua goes to the Abishta and says, Look, uh, can you please now tell me, you know, you're, now you come along and talk to me, can you please tell me the, the, the answer to these queries? We've, we've now got a whole load of things we've forgotten. Can you, can you, tell, me, can you tell us what they are? So that's, and on which... That's what the project is saying here. That the Mesha is Moshe Lema, Moshe Avdi Mace, Moshe is dead. Meaning, the Torah is his. Even busy in war, you can't, unfortunately, there's no Nevoah going to come to anybody telling you the deal. This was one of the Asodas of our religion, yes? All, t- all Leib Shemaim, which is the Yisrael of Leib Shemaim. The Torah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu. It was given during the 40-year period. It makes it all given to Har Sinai, and part of Moshe Rabbeinu forgot, or was then told bit over to, to tell over bit by bit, or maybe there was a whole revelation during the 40 days. Different shitters on it, how it worked. But one thing is, de- is clear, once Moshe Rabbeinu is dead, no more can Torah come from the Abishta. And therefore, we get the, even get that famous Gemara when they actually, the Atanoim, actually were arguing in a din, and a voice comes out from heaven and says, Rebelezer was right. Yeah, Rebelezer was arguing with Chachomi about the, the Tana. And he, they called out a voice from heaven, he's right, he's always right. And Rebbe Yeshua stood up and said, Leva we're not interested in what you say. You, you tell us, Rebbe Shalayim? Good. Very nice. <laughs> That's your opinion. We don't agree. Leva Shemayani, we have to work out the Turk according to Sechob and Eodah. And that is necessary because afterwards comes along a Yoshki, if he did come along and say that, I don't know whether it originally or came later, and they come and tell us that there's a, a New Testament from the Avishta. There can't be a New Testament. The estate of our religion is there's only one Testament, you know, the one Dibur of the Avishta. And that's it. From then on, you've got to work it out. Of course, it could be the Avishta puts ideas in people's minds. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> no doubt that happens and certainly Dinim seem to change over the course of time by, by two people so, so long the, the Yisraelis of course is that we're trying to work out what the, what the correct Din is and then the Abish to somehow put in our mind well Kol Ponim Yeshua said what is the you know can you tell us <coughs> can you tell me what these Dinim are that I've forgotten and uh, they told sorry Moshe Avdimais only Moshe is able to tell you the Torah. So that's the purpose of this. So we've got two reasons so far as to why we're told Moshe Avdi Mace. One of them being, um, I wouldn't be speaking to you if it wasn't for the fact that Moshe is dead. You know, keep, you, keep your feet on the ground. You're not so great, big. And secondly, he's saying to him, no, I can't, I can't tell you any more, any, any dealing you've forgotten. 
there's no there's, there's no more revelation. But then there's another pshat, which is the one which you mentioned, which is that that he's saying to him, Moshe um, is dead, and therefore the Atakumava, because Moshe was told you can't cross over Hayad in Azer. Now Moshe is dead, you, we can now move over. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, which is also also true. And by the way, I forgot to mention on the previous posse, on the last word upon Shois Moshe, Lema. What's the Lema doing? Look, look at the posse. What does Lema mean? Now, usually we translate the word Lema means to Ibazogon. Lema meaning say over to Kalisor. So this could be here. That is, Lema, the Yeshua is told, tell over this to Kalisor. That is, Moshe, exactly what I've just been said. That, uh, all this you tell over to Kali Soil, and therefore you can uh, and, and have a, um, a, your inferiority, or you can't learn any more dinim, or, or, or this no Moshe is dead, so we can. And, and continuing, Kum Avos Ayarin We have to travel into Earth as well. That is one, that is one possibility. The Gorn comes along with a new chart in the word Lema, which I've never seen before. Well, he, he tines that the word lema refers to the instruction. He said, so as he said, this is the way in which the, the Loshan of, of, of Torah works, or Hebrew, I should say, that you first of all say, who is speaking to whom? Vayom Hashem el Yeshua, like Vayidabe Hashem el Moshe. Lema means what he was told what he was told. Now you might say you don't need that. Because if you say Vayema Hashem Moshe, you don't need to be told Lema. That's the way, the style of the language. That's the, how the Gorns put it. But there is another um, shot which is which, which the, from the Ramban says in Chumash the word Lema is used to, to emphasize. And when you're told over something, which is you've got to really concentrate on, this is the way it's going to be. So you say lema, even when it's not saying tell somebody else, it's to tell, it's to tell you this is something you've really got to, to think about. This is something definitive. So here it would mean you've got to realize Moshe of Demates, whichever, whichever chart we would follow. Right. So now he's told, let's... Um, now continue, look at the end of this puzzle. Moshe Avdi puzzle base. Moshe Avdi base for Ato and now Kum Avos Hayarden Hazer Ato You the Cholam Hazer. Why does it say Ato? Sorry, you can say. Yeah, because there is a Chazal that Asniel Ben Kanaz managed to work it out, work them out, what the dini would be. You can forget dini. Don't forget, you haven't got, you've got nothing written down. We can't forget things. We all forget things. But they were never revealed, ever. They were never revealed again by the Eberstein. We're told Osniel Ben Kanaz brought them down, Bechokmosai. But, you know, I mean, that's working. I think that's Bechokmosai. He would come to a 
determination of what you ought to do in that situation. You can't actually say that that's what the Abish originally said. But Yes, it might be. We, no, let's take something like Tefillin. Let's take, for example, something like Tefillin. You look how many halakhas you've got in Tefillin. It's got to be black, and it's got to be the straps, and it's got to be this and that and the other. So there were dinim which. Uh, what have I done? Sorry? No, you wouldn't forget the basic Tariyak, but you would forget one of the, 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 the details of, of uh, Oilos and, uh, you know, what's. You know, Oilos and Tuma. Tuma. Yep. So he says, Ato. Why does it have to say you and all the people? He's one of the people, isn't it? All he has to do is to say Kum yes, yes, and he doesn't even have to say Kum yes. yes. So one shot is is trying to tell you that you are equal to the people. You find that in relation to Moshe Rabbeinu as well. The same idea is said over by Rashi a few times that the, the Godel is equivalent to the whole of the Tzibah. That is because he's got to decide what everybody does, and he, if he mucks up, he mucks up everybody else, and therefore he is equal to everybody else. Yeah? He is the, therefore you are fifty percent almost. You are crucial. You muck, You don't do what you're supposed to be doing, Yoshua. Then you're going to everything won't work out properly. So it's you come to come over, and the people have got to come over. That's one idea. Or the idea is you've got to go, and it's related. And if you go, then the people can go. That is, it was a job of Yahushua to lead the people into battle. If he didn't, on one occasion when he gave over the job to somebody else, they had a disaster. His, it's his job. You have got to go, and then the people with you. The land which I which I'm going to give, which I which I give. Give to them to Bnei Yisrael. What does it mean to them? That, that's it. To the Bnei Yisrael. What's Lahem? The Bnei Yisrael. So one shot is, I know it means the Lahem, but only Bnei Yisrael. Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu brought up a whole load of Eravav, Eravav Olim That is people who were Geirim, the Egyptians who came up with Moshe Rabbeinu. So these people were not going to get a Chelik Ba'aretz. So when he says to them. You go over because you're going to, and the next pasuk says you're going to inherit. That's only b'nei Yisrael, lohem b'nei Yisrael, but only. But another pshat is only so long as they behave lohem. If they behave properly like b'nei Yisrael, they don't behave properly like b'nei Yisrael. They won't. They won't be able to get. <coughs> what does onochi mean, by the way? Normally, onochi is more emphatic than oni. Ani. Ani is when you say something, and Anochi is oh, more. Anochi Hashem Elokeicha, not Ani Hashem Elokeicha. Anochi, I, you know, is the uh, me. <laughs> it's the emphasis, emphatic, yeah. Anochi, I, no say no him. What? What? Yeah, maybe I didn't realize that. It would fit in what we're saying. Onochi, if you're talking to other two, you should not adopt this notion. Kodeshpach who says onochi, you should always call yourself an ani. Yes, that's right. That's what I want to say. So here, the is speaking and saying onochi, they say, why? Meaning, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it. Oh, I see. It's a high grade. 
I am yeah, it's not just I and I, I, I that I the able to command you to I do something. It's, it's for example, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha means I am Hashem, or Anoichi means you know, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here okay. the emphasis yeah. is I am going to give it to you. Anoichi. Yeah. So let me. Uh, I think we're all frozen here, so I, I'm, I'm really finding it difficult. Um, so I'll tell you a story I hadn't intended to, just to uh, warm us up. To warm us up, and I'll finish, finish <laughs> on this. I think I mentioned this story before, but it's, it's actually it's actually important in relation to this whole story of Yehoshua. There's a, there was a, a Bialik, I think it's a Bialik play, and this you know he came he did many sort of things which which which, which um, to laugh at Yiddishkeit. Yeah, well, it was, well I mean his famous story is um, what's it, um, what's the name of it? What? Yeah, that's why I was going to talk about him now. What's the story about the man who, the, 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 who wanted nothing? What's it called? Benti Schweig. Uh, uh, what's his name? Yossel Schweig, you know? No? Right, never mind, you don't know. Anyway, uh, that's a famous story. The man who, who wanted nothing and eventually he didn't ask anybody, never complained. Bonzi Schweig. Bonzi Schweig is the name of the story now. No? Nobody knows the story of Bonsi Schweig? No. Alright, well. I've caught So there's, uh, the, but the story is like this. He's the, he wrote a play. And the play was that there's going to be a war. Let's talk about it. A war, the Yidna are going to go to battle. Yeah, it's going to be a war. So, war, so the first thing anyone has got any sense to do is to get out of the army. Who wants to get into the army? So what you found was that anybody who settled it did the things which cut you completely from the army. For example, if you was if you already married a woman before the, the call up, you're completely potter. Yeah? It says uh Yellow Or somebody who has already built his house and moved in is also potter. That's what Gamora says. Yeah? He's completely potter, he doesn't have to do anything at all. No, there's some batlonim who don't get round to doing it. So he's on the play. You see all these people getting married quickly. People, he's always bothered who sort of waited. Uh, I've got to do it now. I, I didn't really want this girl, but nevertheless, you know, best I can find, I've got to find somebody who I can Or he builds his house or whatever. He moves in. So even though he hasn't got the electricity or the get gets around. So and then, then the, the actual announcement, call up, call up. So everybody has to go. So nevertheless, Eiras Ishovaloylokoko, he also has a degree of tour. They still have to be massa- they still have to be in the auxiliary and helping and providing uh, what, sorry, what? Yeah, but nevertheless they won't have to go to the front line. We have to go to the front line. So you get all these people who now agree to get married and now buy a house or whatever, right, finally gonna be part of because then the, he calls out the they're all there, this you can imagine this Jewish Jewish army and you can see the other by the the Goish army is beginning to come towards Eresisoil or the Yiddish army's gone out towards them, whatever it is, as you see the two armies, and the Kohen is talking and saying, Mioish, Mioish, the whole lot buzzed off. Another one, Mioish, another lot buzzed off. And then the third one, Mioish. And then he said, by the way, is there anybody here who is done Epperson Gouret, between even a small thing? You spoke between, between one to fit in and another, which is not a, you know, I mean, and it's an only a marshal of an illustration of a, a relatively serious, a petty. I mean, I'm talking about a whole load buzzed off. 
and then they come on to uh, one thing. They say to Uzzah. But Yossi says, anybody who's lachalevov means somebody who's scared. Scared? We're all scared, <laughs> So, oh, buzz off. And you're left with three altiyitn. And in this play, there were three left with this Baal Shem Tov and the, and the, um, and the, um, the, the, um, the, the Balatanya and the Vilna Unlikely, but there we are. This is the play. So those three are stuck there. And um, so they're not. They've done other favors, and they're not Yore. They didn't bother to organize anything. They're there, fine. So, um, so then you, and you see this army now, the, the Goyish army. So, so one says to the other, no, we've got, so there's one cannon there. One says to the other, didn't Chabadaych fire the cannon? So what do they do? So they, they draw lots as to who is going to be the one to be Mechabad. And about to, one or whoever wins it is about to do it. And they say, what bracha do you make? There must be a bracha. Is it al Mochemes Mitzvah or Tzilchem Mitzvah? It's not mentioned in the post what bracha you make on a, on a war. So they, they, they disbase it and they come to a conclusion, right? He's about to do it. So holds his Baal Shem Before you do it, we just came on to mikvah, <laughs> so they lost on the cannon. <laughs> off they go to the mikvah. So this yid was saying over to the stories with Chaim Brisker that he'd been to see this play, and he was so furious about it. This play, this terrible thing. And the Chaim was just listening very calmly. And at the end of it, he says to him, "Tell me what happened next." He said, "The curtain came down. The curtain came down. The shtus." He said, "That's exactly what." That is all right. They ought to have him coming back from the mikvah, lighting the thing, firing the cannon, and then somehow or other the Ordegorian would be killed. So that's how Milchemist Mitzvah worked. It doesn't work only with the Kaychiv Aitzim Yodi, it would work with the Kaych of the Abishta. It is and in the Khanama you get these three tzaddikim who are only intending to work and do it on the basis of Hashem. That's how we spoke before about Ainoid Mulvadai, and it would work. Yeah. This is roughly what he said. That's what they say here on this word. Onochi, ich the Abishter, I am going to fight for you. Now, so therefore, what, what I want to come out to, as a story of it doesn't work so well as we've seen in the time of David, or we've seen other times that they did work, use. Um, what did David Amelech say after Shaul died? The Lamed the Bnei Yehuda Keshes. It's about time we, we started practicing how to use the bow and arrow properly because people need uh, more military practice. You have to use the shadows. But still here with time of Yeshua, as I, as I said before, is not going to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. They won't get as much help as they got in Moshe Rabbeinu, but Al-Kolpon is still going to be an Onoichi. It's going to be Eivisha doing Nisim Veneflos. Right? So with that, I think we have to adjourn. This is simply not... Uh, yeah,